Hello, friends. There's lots of interesting things coming up in the Stoic Coffee community, so make sure that you sign up for my newsletter on my website at stoic.coffee. You can also follow me on Twitter at stoiccoffee and on Instagram at stoic.coffee, and you can find my LinkedIn page by searching for Stoic Coffee Break on LinkedIn. Now, I also wanted to let you know that I'm starting a mastermind for tech entrepreneurs as the world of tech is accelerating, and I've had people reaching out to me for a group grounded in Stoic principles. I'll be your facilitator as we tackle some of the big questions in tech using the tools of Stoicism. I have a few spots left for senior tech entrepreneurs and decision makers to join me for a one-hour bi-weekly session. I'll be interviewing candidates to form a tight group for the first cohort of five people, plus myself. Now, if you're interested in joining this, please reach out to me at masterminds at stoic.coffee. Now, again, that's masterminds at stoic.coffee. Thanks again, and thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and I appreciate your support. Hello, friends. My name is Eric Cloward, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. Stoic Coffee Break is a weekly podcast where I delve into different aspects of Stoicism. Sometimes it's an interview with somebody in the Stoic world or somebody that I just find interesting. Sometimes it's me talking about an aspect of Stoicism that I'm either struggling with at the time or I just find interesting. I share my successes and my failures and my thoughts and hope that you can learn something that you can take back and use in your daily lives. So this week, I want to talk about the acceptance of others. Since we talked about accepting yourself last week, I wanted to expand that a little bit more and take that one step further and talk about how we can be better about accepting others for exactly who they are. Now, one of the most interesting quotes in Meditations by Marcus Aurelius is when he says, when you wake up in the morning, tell yourself, the people I deal with today will be meddling, ungrateful, arrogant, dishonest, jealous, and surly. They are like this because they cannot tell good from evil. And when I first read that, I thought that was kind of harsh. I thought he was, you know, kind of basically dissing and being kind of rude about all the people he has to deal with. But what I recognized was that what he was really trying to do was just to be real and to be honest about that these people that he's going to be dealing with are going to be challenging. And they're not necessarily bad. They're not necessarily evil. They're just going to be challenging because they don't know good from evil. And for me, knowing good from evil or kind of what he means by there is that they're just very unaware of themselves and they're just out there looking out for what they think that they deserve or think that they want to get in their lives. And like I said, last week I talked about accepting yourself for exactly who you are, including all of the things you like and most importantly, the things you don't like about yourself. And so I think that talking about how to accept others this week is kind of the natural next step for that. And where this comes from for me is Amor Fati. And that's the acceptance and embracing and loving everything in your life or loving your fate. And we usually think of applying this to just the events and circumstances of your life. But have you ever thought about applying this to other people? And for me, I think of Amor Fati as loving everything in your life, especially those things you don't have control over. And the one thing we most certainly do not have control over is other people. And personally, I think that we can see most of the problems in our lives and throughout humanity have been because one party tries to impose their will and ideas of how they think the other party should be. We see this in personal relationships, and we see this in the world as a whole. And at least in my opinion, 
the basis of what all conflict comes from. So the first question is, why do we think that we have the right to determine what is best for other people? I think the biggest problem we have with getting along with other people is that we forget they are not here to do what we want them to do. They are not here to look out for our best interest. They're just like us. They're looking out for their best interest. So I want to read a little bit from a chapter called um, Our Illusion About Others from the book Awareness by Anthony DeMello. And this is one of my favorite books that I've talked about here on the podcast. And I really like some of the ideas from this. And this chapter is called Our Illusions About Others. A young man came to complain that his girlfriend had let him down, that she had played false. What are you complaining about? Did you expect any better? Expect the worst. You're dealing with selfish people. You're the idiot. You glorified her, didn't you? You thought she was a princess. You thought people were nice. They're not. They're not nice. They're as bad as you are. Bad, you understand. They're asleep like you. And what do you think they are going to seek? Their own self-interest, exactly like you. No difference. Can you imagine how liberating it is that you'll never be disillusioned again, never disappointed again? You'll never feel let down again, never feel rejected? Want to wake up? You want happiness? You want freedom? Here it is. Drop your false ideas. See through people. If you see through yourself, you will see through everyone. Then you will love them. Otherwise, you will spend your whole time grappling with your wrong notions of them, with your illusions that are constantly crashing against reality. And for me, what I liked about that was he was just very clear that we as humans were always looking out for our own self-interest. And that includes all the people around us. And if we forget that, if we get upset because we think somebody should do something for us and they aren't looking out for our best interest, well, I think that's just being foolish. Now, that's not to say that all people are evil and all people are mean, but that as part of their self-preservation, they're going to be looking out for themselves first. And just recognize that and be okay with that because you're doing the exact same thing. And once you just recognize this and realize this and accept it, then it's a lot easier to accept what everybody else is doing. And what if we just did accept that everyone else was looking out for themselves just like we are? What if we realized that they are just as selfish as we are and can let go of the idea that other people should act in a way that we want them to? I mean, if you did that, you would not feel resentful of others. You would never be surprised at anything they did. You would just accept the fact that they are not going to behave like you think they should. And since we're working on accepting ourselves for exactly who we are, we also have to be honest about the fact that we're looking out for our own best self-interest as well. I mean, we will say things in such a way that it makes us look better and that we're not being selfish. But if we're really honest with ourselves, we are just looking out for what we want. And that's okay. Like I said, that's part of self-preservation. And it's just that we need to be cognizant of when our needs step on the needs of others. And we have to work on communicating and negotiating those things. But that is really hard because it means that we have to own up to being exactly who we are and be honest about what we really want. In order for us to accept others for exactly who they are, it doesn't mean that we have to approve of everything they do. We don't have to like everything that they do. We just have to recognize that they are what they are and be aware of how our, our expectations of how we think they should be can color how we see them. We make all kinds of judgments based upon our expectations of them. When we accept others for exactly who they are, 
it doesn't mean that we should simply ignore the boundaries that we've set and allow them to behave in ways that are not respectful. We need to clearly communicate with others when they do this and let them know what is and is not acceptable. If they cross our boundaries then that we have communicated with them, then we need to be sure to respect ourselves and let them know what our response will be. It also means that we're gracious with others and that when they do make mistakes, we give them some space to apologize and make amends. We don't stop loving them when they annoy us. It just means that we love them even if they aren't perfect. We also need to encourage others to respect their own boundaries. Oftentimes, we have friends who don't think that they have the right to stand up for themselves. And if we're being honest and we're looking out for our own self-interest, we should be conscientious that we respect their boundaries as well. And this will help them feel like they deserve respect, and then we have integrity for respecting their boundaries. I want to take a moment to kind of go on another tangent here. As I was thinking about this episode, and I was trying to come up with some good examples of what accepting others for exactly who they are could look like, another animated movie popped in my head. And this time it's Shrek. And one of the things that I love about Shrek is that his relationship with Donkey. So as we go through the different movies, we can see that Shrek is, you know, he's kind of a curmudgeon. He's he's not a bit surly. He's not always the most pleasant person to be around. And Donkey talks a lot and is kind of obnoxious at times, but has a, a pretty big heart. And what we recognize through this is that the friendship that they create is that even though they annoy the crap out of each other, they really do care for each other and they are there for each other when, when things get challenging. They're there to support each other and they cheer each other on. And that type of relationship for me is that they each accept each other for exactly who they are. They don't try and change each other. They just go, yep, this is who you are. And some days I don't really want to be around you. And some days I want you to just shut up, but I still love you and care for you. And you get to be exactly who you are. And it's not up to one or the other to tell the other who they should be. I think that when we recognize that we honestly cannot control other people, and instead shift our energies towards just accepting them for exactly who they are and being patient with them for exactly who they are. I think our life can turn around dramatically. I think what happens when we do this is that we stop projecting on people what we think they should be. We stop holding them to expectations that we think they should act some certain way or be some certain kind of person when we can just learn to accept them for exactly who they are and understand that they're probably going to be jerks sometimes, they're probably going to do things wrong, and they may really piss us off, then we learn a lot more about being compassionate towards other people. And when we're compassionate towards other people like that, then generally we start to attract other people who are compassionate in that way, and they learn to accept us for exactly who we are. And what I really think it comes down to for all of us is that we just want to be accepted for exactly who we are and to find our place in this world. And I think at the very least, or maybe the very best, is that we can offer the same to those around us. And that's the end of this week's Stoic Coffee Break. As always, be good to yourself, be good to others, and thanks for listening.